0: Welcome to Dr. Jeffrey Roth's "Looking Good and Feeling Great" podcast, live from Las Vegas, with his co-host Daryl Craig Harris.
1: Hi, folks! It's Dr. Jeffrey Roth here, your board-certified plastic surgeon in Las Vegas, Nevada, and we are back at it again. who Who to thunk it?
0: Exactly. And it's a beautiful day in Vegas. Actually, it's, this is a perfect time of year—not too hot, not too cold. It's absolutely.
1: <laughs> we're actually. Uh, uh, doing this over at uh, Mark Chinook's The Space in Las Vegas, Nevada, and today's high was like 60 degrees, which ain't bad Perfect. for January. Apologies to all of my East Coast friends. Uh, they'll get me back in August, but basically right now, they're in the middle of a bomb cyclone, and uh, I feel bad for it. Yes, no, I mean, great people up there in and Canadian stuff like that, but minus 40, that just hurts just saying it. So, exactly, yeah
0: um so today i think we're going to talk about the dangers of choosing your surgeon through social media which is a really common thing that it's been happening with the with the kind of the world we live in
1: sure so yeah social media obviously is the 800 pound gorilla in every room now in medicine and of course when i was in medical school uh, none of this uh, existed and uh, now you go to any of our big national meetings if we ever get to have a big national meeting again um and uh, there's a dozen places that'll tell you that, oh, I can get your website on the top of a Google Doc or, um, hey, we can manage your social media, et cetera, et cetera. And it's really become a very interesting place where you have the science and art of medicine and you want to get good information out there and you want to get, um, as, as a teaching point, which we try to do uh, in our social media, but at the same time, the advertisers or Folks that want to get their kind of message out uh, sometimes will go and push the envelope a little bit too far.
0: Right.
1: Uh and so It's a th-
0: very tricky balance, right? It's a
1: very tricky, I think so. And, and and everybody that comes up to me and says, "Hey Doc, I, I see you on social media all the time." The first question I ask is, "Is it okay? Is it not too cheesy?" And no, 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 it's it's the balance, it's the right balance, etc., etc. Cuz we want it to be entertaining, but we also want it to actually at the end of the day maybe even teach something, God forbid. So uh, but but to your point is is there is lots of folks out there that have a million views or, or, or followers or you know hundreds of thousands of, of uh, followers and they not may not even be physicians they may not even be board certified uh, in plastic surgery or, or even you know dermatology or oculoplastic surgery right. they might have
0: a great social media person right but may not may not have the back end of the qualifications right. and-
1: like anything else is, is you know caveat and poor you really really have to look and be very very cautious especially when it comes to a procedure uh or something that um that is about your health uh and even you know uh, we're on instagram etc cetera, etc cetera, and i get you know these you know ads because now it's pay for play in some areas and i'm like oh who's this guy you know and, and i go ahead and i look him up and i'm like oh my gosh you know and he's got beautiful ads he got a lot, a lot of followers and a very great presence and everything else but i'm like Oh my goodness! Uh, yeah, not not somebody who I would refer to. I'll, I'll just put it. I'll put
0: it that way. Right, so, and we should say because you were actually the past president of the Clark County Medical Society. You're very familiar with, especially in Nevada, who's practicing, who's not practicing, what their qualifications are.
1: Sure, and there's lots of really really good uh, doctors here in Las Vegas, and and uh, um, we have really some, uh, some gems. Right? We have Children's Heart Center of Nevada. We have the Ruvo Center for Brain Health, which is run by Cleveland Clinic. Uh, we have uh, two medical schools here in town, maybe three coming. We have one up in, in Reno. So there, there is a real thriving medical place here. People are, are coming to Las Vegas for medical care. Um, so there are really good physicians here. Um, it's just they're hard to get into because we're so underserved. Um, now, having, having said all of that, and that's, you know, that can be an hour discussion in, in of itself, but like anything else, you really have to look. And, and he or she may have great befores and afters, and they may have a terrific uh, page, or they may have a terrific amount of followers. But again, you have to do the research. You have to say, okay, is this guy or gal, uh, what's he trying to, uh, to educate me on? Is it something that's really educational, or is it something that he wants to sell me? So that's one. Uh, two is is, okay, well, what are his qualifications or her qualifications for doing this? Um, you know, are they physicians? Are they experienced injectors? Uh, are they board certified by the American Board of Plastic Surgery? Uh, uh, if they're not, if they're a... Uh, and, we, and
0: we've talked about that yeah. quite a bit, the, the being board certified, but sure. that is super important.
1: Super important. I mean, that's a good... And people ask, oh, hey, where's a good place to start? Well, start there. And then some injectors have uh, terrific uh, sites. Okay, well, that's they may be a great injector, which is terrific, And but who's going to... You know, if something bad happens, and again, I play what is for a living, uh, who's going to back them up? Uh, you know, did the are, are they working for a plastic surgery office, or, or are they working for a different type of doctor? Are they working? For, so, so really dig down and, and cheap becomes expensive fast uh, when you go on some of these coupon books, or you see something in a in a back of a magazine you find at a gym. Um, and so, so be very, very careful. It is it, truly not worth um, your life. Uh, it is not worth um, a tissue uh, necrosis. It's not worth. Uh, that it, it, this is your health and really there 's nothing more valuable uh, than your health right. and now there's a, a new lifetime uh, actually there's a new lifetime series coming out uh, about that uh, as well and so and, and people also mention botch to me all the time and but more and more people are at least conscious of hey, it may not go hundred percent well all the time, but one of your best ways to try to put your ducks in a row is not to be so influenced by influencers. In um, as much as be influenced by people that have spent years and years and years trying to protect and hone their art.
0: Yeah, and Botched, I mean, we've talked about that before, but they actually have served a really good service in the sense that they are bringing all of that to the forefront, especially talking about um, some of the practices that happen in South America, some of the stuff, people going to Mexico and are. I mean, I actually, my, my wife's from Mexico. There's some great doctors oh, in Mexico. Oh, there's some
1: absolutely terrific uh, uh, people down there. So, uh, where we see here in the emergency rooms in Las Vegas are folks that not went to the reputable guys and gals uh, in, in Mexico or in Costa Rica or, or those places. And, again, there's some Amazing. terrific terrific folks that give the lectures and stuff. Uh, these are the ones that are, you know, in the back alleys, et cetera, et cetera. And, again, cheap gets expensive really fast. And we
0: have that in Vegas, too.
1: Right? Sure. So, yeah, no, we've, every major city has had a death of somebody that usually it's an injectable to the buttocks or something along those lines. Um, so yeah, if you're getting injections in the back of a tile shop, that's probably not where it's you want to not probably not where you want to be. And uh, yeah, and again, if if a deal is too good to be true, it probably is. Right. Uh, and again, seek out that. And, and for our folks that have uh, Spanish as a uh, first language is is every um, plastic surgeon in town that I know uh, has somebody in their offices to speak Spanish. Right. Four of them are natural speakers. so th- so there shouldn't, be a barrier, a uh, language barrier or cultural barrier for somebody to come to a board-certified plastic surgeon. And that's surgeon. something,
0: actually, because I, I, I handle your social media, fair disclosure, <laughs> and that's something we've talked about, actually, mm-hmm. is reaching out to the Spanish-speaking public because we want to offer service, great service to everybody, sure. not just only English-speaking um, Sure,
1: folks. and we take care of uh, everybody, again, with our relationship with um, – uh, Manny the Filipino community has been coming wow. for years, uh, as, as well. And so really in our office, uh, you know, everyone is welcome. It's a, it's a big tent uh, yeah, as far as that goes.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's good. I mean, if nothing else. You want to be able to give them good information so they like, don't make mistakes. That's going to cost them their lives or cost them, you know, bigger issues down the road. right?
1: Sure. And I've been at this long enough, uh, dot, 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 um, when I go to the big meetings, there's always folks that have the newest uh, gizmo or the newest thing that lights up or the newest thing that goes ping or yeah. something along those lines. Yeah, we
0: were just talking about that. And
1: <laughs> and you really have to, uh, the physician, uh, in my opinion, has to really say, okay, does this make scientific sense, And which is why the program's so long and they make you take all the chemistry classes and all that kind of sure. stuff. Does, does this make scientific sense? Uh, and if so, is it really going to benefit Um, my patient and at first is going to harm my patient then it's out for sure but is this really going to go ahead and benefit uh the patient and uh sure i've got horn swoggled on a couple little things and i'm mr conservative um uh, a couple times it just didn't work out as promised and that happens you try stuff and uh and yeah it doesn't work out the way it was promoted that happens the best of families sure uh but by and large yeah we don't do you know Crazy stuff.
0: Yeah. Uh, um, what? but Some of the. Um, I mean, I, I know this is always changing, but what are some of the current trends? Sure. What are some of the most common things that you actually get asked about procedure wise?
1: Sure. So, if you would have asked me that, It's a big question. I know. <laughs> so, <laughs> if, you, if yeah, if you asked me that, you know, ten years ago, I would say a lot of stuff with the endoscope, right? So you go ahead, you make a little incision, you put a camera in and they make a couple other incisions and use these kind of Nintendo uh, grippers right. to go ahead so and, so and do, the, do the surgery. And we've really come a long way uh, since the, the 90s with laparoscopic surgeries for gallbladders. Now they're using uh, this robot with you know one or two incisions and they're doing just amazing surgery. It's revolutionized prostate surgery uh, because that used to be a tough operation down low, uh, lots of blood, and now uh, yeah, you, can,
0: you can really, <laughs> yeah,
1: you can really see the anatomy, uh, and it's it's frankly amazing. So so that technology has come a long way For, in plastic and reconstructive surgery. Of course, uh, microsurgeons have really continued to push the envelope of how much tissue they can transfer on itty bitty tiny artery uh, and, and vein, it's and, it's, and it's just it's it it, it absolutely. Um, I, I see the presentations by. Uh, Residents and the presentations by the junior faculty members, uh, and it just amazes me now with head and neck reconstruction or breast reconstruction or all sorts of reconstruction they can and functional as well. Right, um, so causes so,
0: less scarring. There's so many right. So
1: right. all of that uh, and yeah. and so all of that uh, from an aesthetic uh, standpoint, there is always somebody that's trying to um, push the envelope uh, and try different modalities. For example, um, the holy grail in uh, in dermatology and plastic surgery. Um, is a skin shrinkage right and if you can go ahead and have make a device that kind of shrink wraps the skin a little bit right. um whether it's uh, it's neck or whether whether wherever the skin may be um, and they've come at it with lasers they come at it with heat they've come at it with cold they come at it with radio frequency they come at it. so it again does it go back to you have to go back to the white paper does this make actual scientific sense, and then kind of go from there. And again, right. in that regard, nothing's perfect. If everything was perfect, we would all be using
0: it. And that's always, I mean, I would imagine that's changing weekly, oh, rapidly all the time. Right,
1: right? And, and again, we've talked about my professor, Gil Groeninger, who said, hey, Jeff, he says, uh, if you get bored in plastic surgery, uh, it's clear you're not reading enough. Uh, right. Because there's always something, and I used to love um the meetings uh, for a variety of reasons, but one of them is, is, hey, what's new, you know, and then also is something that was touted maybe, you know, two, three years ago, folks have had some experience within the OR and uh, hasn't quite worked out uh, as well, so that's a good reason to go to, says, hey, you know, this substance that we, you know, we're, we're using as a, uh, uh, as a, uh, an implant uh, or something to show up. Uh, reconstruction uh, isn't worked out quite the way we did, and so now we'll switch from A to B because this one does the same thing, but now it's better and it's better for the body. So there's always new no technology. Need to
0: be like, like the breast implants they need to be updated periodically anyway. Right. right.
1: So the implants themselves, but sometimes, especially in the reconstructive uh, world, uh, the, the use of and we talked about this before is the use of dermis, a cellular dermal matrix. Mm-hmm. Uh, as a reconstructive like tool is is great. Well it's actual dermis uh, that they that they harvest and you put it okay. but but back when That's i my
0: layman's question. no, no, <laughs> no but, but
1: but when I trained, if you you know, we always put the implants behind the muscle because otherwise, you know, there was problems, et cetera, et cetera. And so they said, well we can put this as a secondary thing, fine. But now they're actually putting the implant on top of the muscle and then putting this ADM on top of it. And when I went to dinner, you know, that night, and they put that up on the screen, I almost fell out of my chair because that was game changer. Sla- so it was sacrilege um, it, 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 to me. That would have been absolute board fail. You would have failed your boards if you came up with that. And now it's becoming more and more commonplace. And so again, something that would have been absolute heresy, you know, right. ten. 10 years before, is now becoming standard of care. So, so there is, that's the way science works, is you go ahead and, and you try things and see how things work, and you have a hypothesis, you see if you can prove it or disprove it, and uh, and all working for the betterment of uh, the patient. So so getting back to your question, yes, there's always going to be something that's a new whiz or a pop or a gizmo or something that blinks or whirs, uh, and you just have to, in my mind, look at that with a jaundiced eye and see if it really uh, helps the patient, and again, I'm not a uh, guy that goes ahead and, and jumps on things real fast. Some guys are, and they do, and they they research it, and it works well out for them. Uh, but I'm not really an early adapter per, uh, per se. Uh, that's just my style. Uh, yeah, you are other... also
0: talking to other doctors. we were talking. Oh, about all the Dr. time. Zarian in LA. She's getting sure. a lot of.
1: Oh yeah. So no, no, we talk all the time. I was on the phone with a couple of docs. You know, actually last night we were talking about all things. So, so we we talk um, uh, about. The certain you know, climates uh, in uh, plastic and reconstructive surgery and medicine, as well as um, what's new, what's exciting. Hey, did you hear about, you know, what this guy did? And, and and that, I think, comes out of, hey, do you really love what you do? Because if you love what you do, you get excited about it, you read about it, you want to share uh, with your colleagues uh, about it. Sure. Um, and I don't hesitate. When somebody uh, comes in my office and I'm like, "Huh, that's a kind of interesting case." You know what? I'm going to go ahead and run this by Dr. Paul Steinwald uh, up in Denver. I'm going to go ahead and run this by Dr. Lauren Rosenfeld up on the Peninsula uh, by San Francisco because these guys may have more of an experience, where they wrote a paper or they've done the PowerPoint presentation. I'm like, "Let me ask them about this."
0: Yeah, because sometimes the patients are. I mean, they're they're spending days, weeks researching what they want to try, what they want to do. They're coming sure. to you with these questions. You're like, we can't possibly know everything. Sure.
1: Uh, so, yeah. And, and again, I, my, I'm egoless when it comes to that. And I'm happy to say, I don't know, but I probably know a guy, no It's Vegas. Uh, I know a guy, I got a guy, um, that knows more about it than I do. And let me find out. Right. And, uh, and I may send them to them, you know. I said, "Hey, you know, if you were my wife, uh, I would send, or you know, my cousin, well, like, you need to go see, you know, X. If it's somebody with a, you know, a four times redo, you know, nose, et cetera, et cetera, you know, that's I may not, I may not be your guy, and that's okay. I'll go ahead, and I have two, three, two or three or four uh, folks that are really, really good at it, and that's what they do. And okay, yeah,
0: because ultimately it's about the patient's success. And- the
1: Bottom line is, is yes, it's it's all about the patient, and and I tell the young. Uh, residents and the uh, the young attendings coming out. I said, if you typically, if you do what's best for the patient, then you'll be okay.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's you know, you know, and you would hope as a patient, obviously, that's their goal. They want a doctor just looking out for them first, sure. not about. I mean, obviously, you have to make money and whatever, but at the the ultimate outcome for them is is important.
1: Yeah. And we're the office that says no as well. And some people look yeah. at me like I have three heads and my office manager hates it. But I'm just kinda of like, Yeah, no, you don't need me Like what?
0: Right. Or yeah, you don't
1: need X, you need, you know, Y, which is yeah.
0: But that's you know, but that's also why you're you're very six, you're very successful and have been for many years is because people feel like you have their, their best interests at heart.
1: Well, yeah, well, I, we, I, yes, we do as best as I possibly can. So, yeah. So, And that's what try to permeate the office. And that's, again, why I tell the young, uh, the young guys and gals, you know, coming into stuff. Yeah. Uh, even if it's not plastic surgery, whatever it is, whatever your chosen specialty or anything else, you know, focus on, you know, the, the end user, the, the patient, the right. person that, I mean, that you're there for. That could be your for. mom. That could be your sister. A hundred percent.
0: Right. Um, something that actually we were talking about the other day at the office was um, hiring having a medical practice and hiring. Sure. So tell me about that process, because we had talked about that before where, you know, you go through medical school, you, you become board certified, but you also have running a business. It's a small business. Yes.
1: So, and that I think is a challenge for most docs. Uh, nowadays, most doctors in the United States majority uh, now are employees. Uh, they're employed by, you know, yeah, you networks know, in, and, and, you know United healthcare, Mountain Health, whatever it may be. P3. There's a, there's a bunch of them. Uh, and so that's a challenge in of itself at the doctor level. And again, I had 18 years of formal education post high school. Uh, I worked 120 hours a week, et cetera, et cetera. I could quote you chapter and verse from, hey, you've had uh, from every, everything else like that. <laughs> and when I very got out, and we is somebody handed me a profit and loss statement. I'm like, "What's this?" And I'm like, "Really, doc?" And they're like, right. "We we got zero days of business." Because the model is is uh, okay, go ahead and make all these presentations, and you you want to be an academician, and you want to climb up the ladder, and okay, so you're going to be employed by, you know, an academic institution. You know, right. don't worry about you know the money and stuff like that will come, but you know, go ahead and serve humanity and right. write There's, papers. And, for that. So that's so that's <laughs> so it's different. So that's that's the model. Right. So if you go out on your own, you want to be a small business guy. It, it's a whole different story, and I've made a ton of mistakes. Yeah. Uh. And so, which I hope to tell other people about and right. not have them replicate I mean,
0: that's, it. And that, that's important. I mean, from a lot of angles, I mean, in general, in school in the United States, we don't get financial. No. So that's, so that's then the, I'm a adding whole different the, thing. right. And adding being basically the CEO of a small business.
1: Sure. So now you're a small businessman. So you have to, you know, deal with, you know, taxes and hiring and OSHA and all kinds of stuff. And so to answer your question is, is, oh yeah, we've had some, you know, right now we have a fantastic staff and I'll put my staff up against anybody. And, uh, and it's, it's, a, it's a family, and, you know, we say we put the fun in dysfunctional. Okay, that's because that's families are like that. <laughs> we don't talk about Bruno. But anyway, <laughs> so uh, you, can, you can tell I have a 7-year-old, right? <laughs> and, uh, uh, but, uh, but, yeah, a, a, and a couple things that people have taught me over the years is, is, is hire slow and fire fast. And uh, we right. did the opposite for a while, and so I'm trying to get my headspace, and, and there's places I know I have blind spots and so that's why... It's also
0: very competitive these well, days, yes, right? and we hired, good quality. Yes,
1: and we hired uh, a practice manager who uh, who has extensive experience in this field, et cetera, et cetera. So, and so, but we want to make sure that they're also... Anybody we bring on is part of the culture. And the culture is, bottom line is help the patient. Right. So that's the thing. And there are guys that run it much more efficiently like a business. There are guys that see patients every seven minutes. There are guys... And they're good guys and they do... And, and gals. And they do good work and their patients are happy and it's just a it's a different choice right way of of, yeah. uh, of doing stuff but so yeah so sometimes they can be a fantastic esthetician or injector or a back office person or front office person but they may not work out because of, of a variety of reasons so right. but like anything else it, it's a matter of kind of trial and error and um, and so far i mean I, knock wood um, I'm blessed with a really good staff right now.
0: Yeah, it's it's and I and that's one thing I like about going to your office. Everybody's super friendly. Obviously, very qualified. Um, and in Las Vegas too, there is a lot of competition. How do you feel about with other um, plastic surgeons in town? What's what's the overall feeling for you with as far as competing and? You know, because that's obviously there, but it's, you know, you, sure. guys, are, you guys are also friends. You're med-
1: right. So everybody yeah. knows what everybody else is doing. It's a, still a small town. And there may be about 30 board certified uh, plastic surgeons here in Las Vegas. And working with medical society, uh, Nevada needs roughly about 2,000 more doctors to get to about the 50th percentile. We're in the low percentiles for, well, everything, especially in pediatrics, et cetera, et cetera. There's some really good guys and gals, but there's not a lot of them. Okay. Right. So, and more and more people are coming. To town, etc. The only thing that we don't need more of is plastic surgeons. Yeah, that's actually a fact. We're at the fifty. <laughs> yeah. We're at the fifty percent off of plastic surgeons. Per yeah. yeah, just like we planned it. So uh, yeah, uh, but anyway, so. But having said that, there are also uh, the folks that do a lot of building construction, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, so that's sure. fine. So the the folks that do what I do, basically, kind of everybody knows everybody. They all know everybody else's moves, and. We're fortunate because we had the Las Vegas Plastic Surgery Society for a while, again, pre-pandemic, where quarterly we would go ahead and get together and we'd look at the latest papers, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, But then we would actually talk to each other and just go, hey, you know, by the way, uh, there's this patient, she's kind of mad at you, et cetera, et cetera. You might want to, you know, reach out to her. Oh, Uh, or, you know, I'm happy to walk up to somebody and go, you know, I heard you do a really good nose, you know, et cetera, et cetera. You know, what's tips tips and tricks? So, and then sometime when I was president of that organization, because, you know, I have to do that is is basically I would encourage the the folks if they had a beef with another guy and it's usually their darn website and it's usually somebody puts something on their website and it's usually the webmaster they put on the guy doesn't even know and so
0: they would come, the whole the whole medical right. website is a whole that's a whole other beast and I would <laughs> say would
1: come to here. me you know don't it's come to me and I'll go ahead and call Bob and go Bob. You know, uh, you got this on the website. You can't be on there. Oh, really? Oh, God. All right. Let me call, you know, my web guy and just and then just nip it in the bud. So so for that, yeah, I think most of us really work well together. If God forbid I drop an implant on the on the floor, I know two guys that I can call and go, hey. I need a 425 high profile and I need it like, you know, 10 minutes ago. Right. And they're like, yep. Okay. It'll be at the desk for you. Have your office person come over. And so yeah. it, 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 why? It's all each about other's, the patient. A hundred percent. So it, it's, it's really about, again, about the patient. And if you focus on that, you know, all the other stuff goes out the window. Yeah. Right. You can be competitive and yes. You, but for me, I encourage folks to go ahead and see three board certified plastic surgeons. again, drives my office manager crazy, but, because you have to fit with the surgeon, but you also have to fit with the office staff, and you have to fit because you guys are going to, you know, they own you, you own them, and it's a relationship. Right. And yeah, so it's, it's, I think so it's you're a good basically
0: idea. at that point you're dating. Uh, yeah, pretty, <laughs> pretty much. This, yeah. And, uh, How is this going to all work?
1: And there yeah. and there will be scars. Right, so exactly. uh, don't yeah. we all have those? So, so yeah, there's yeah. That, there's there's that. So yeah. anyway, so uh, yes, but having said that, is is yeah, it's you know, it's. Surgery is a contact sport. Yes, we know. But, <laughs> um, but, having, uh, but having said that, is it, yeah. I think it's a good idea to, to get a few opinions so that you can uh, get some information, some good information, and then make the decision that's right for you personally. Uh, and there are some folks that um, we talk out of surgery or we say, hey, you're not ready yet. Or, and then we've had people come back to the office after seven years, five years. Uh, 12 years ago, you know, the universe wasn't ready for me to have this operation yet. I got divorced, I got a couple kids, I got blah blah. I moved right. my job, oh, now I moved away, now I'm back. And, okay, now they're ready, and now their headspace is in the right space. Right, and then set
0: set them up for success. Right, 100%. Right.
1: And go yeah. ahead and get the ducks in a row. And, mm-hmm. and we do that even to the fact of, okay, so you have two small kids. Who's going to be picking up the kids for the next three days? Because some right. people yep. don't realize, like, oh, wait a minute. Oh, yeah, I am going to need that. So, again, we try, best we can, to go ahead and ask those sorts of questions so as to best set up our patients for success. And I know a lot of other uh, folks do here in town
0: as well. Right, that's so. awesome. Um, how can people find you online?
1: Oh yeah, we're all over the place. So uh, our our keystone, uh, uh, of course, is our website, which is uh, www.jjrothr o t h uh, m d dot com. Uh, and then we're all over uh, social media with uh, Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter, uh, all of that good stuff, uh, YouTube uh, as well, and uh, the Google My Business. I think that's what they're calling it, uh, this week. Um, (laughs) they, they changed that a little bit, It's Um, but, uh, but we're all over. And, and again, if, uh, and yes, we look at the stuff that you write down in comments and yes, we, uh, we respond to emails and yes, if you want to have any questions, call the office. And if you want to hear something on this, um, Broadcast uh, or on our social media pages, ask us, and we'll most likely put it on.
0: Yeah, and and we should say that you know, we're actually being downloaded now in forty countries, almost forty countries. And um, we encourage people, even from outside the United States, to message us. We're happy to answer your questions too. And
1: oh, absolutely. So yeah, no, we've I've I've had the pleasure uh, and the privilege, privilege, not really, uh, to go ahead and uh, uh, work with top rank boxing, and so boxers up on three different continents, and so it's a. It's very, very interesting uh, thing, plastic surgery. Though, and that's what I say to the, the young kids as well is education is education's great because yeah, nobody can take it away from you. Right. And it's portable. You can go yep. with your training and your expertise or whatever you have, or if you have a trade or if you have a craft or something, uh, you can go ahead and pick up your guitar case or you can pick up your, your, your toolkit or whatever and go somewhere else and do your thing. Yeah. Um, so always good to get uh, education. It's Uh-oh. the key,
0: key to success and the key out of poverty. Right.
1: hundred percent.
0: Right? Yeah. So, yeah awesome thank you so much for everybody for joining us um, please um, find us online um, so definitely send us your questions we very much appreciate you listening and have a great day have a spectacular day thank you so much for joining us for further information please visit the podcast website link for dr jeffrey roth see you next time